0: Leaped Up Productions presents a TCG Transformers card game podcast for your listening and viewing pleasure. And in the wise words of Optimus Prime, take it away for the name of our podcast One shall stand, one shall fall. What up, guys, and welcome to another podcast here on Bleeptop Productions' YouTube channel as well as our Podbean channel. This is One Shell Stand and One Shell Fall, and this is episode three, and this is going to be a recap of the Energon Open, uh, the European Energon Open. I'm your host, Lee, uh, and to the left of me is my partner in crime who has joined the Bleeptop Production company when it comes to Transformers TCG, Mike. Hello. How's it going, Burr?
1: All right, thank you. A bit of a mad week. It has. But, uh, yeah, we're doing all right. We're doing all right.
0: It has. It has been a bit of an an epic week. I'm not gonna lie. I'm really, really looking forward to just breaking down the tournament, talking about some spoilers, answering a few of you guys' questions out there, you listeners and watchers, etc., and then just gonna sign off nice and neatly and just have it a nice, pretty bow ready for the masses to listen.
1: It has been a very busy, busy week. For it's Transformers. been freaking
0: mad. It's unreal. Okay, so without further ado, let's get straight into it. Let's go go straight to Teletran 1. From the secret files of Teletran 2. Okay, so this week, we are going to date this episode, guys. We're currently on the 19th of September, so we've had a few days to kind of relax uh, from the Energon Open and kind of write down our thoughts and basically how it went for us and our personal opinions and stuff like that. But since then, we've had so many freaking spoilers. It's been ridiculous. We've had so many battle cards. We've had so many character cards. We're going to talk about some character cards because I think the battle cards are phenomenal. There's some cards there that I'm just like, that? is a possible money card for the set. <laughs> I really think so. Mike's, I mean, it doesn't work on audio, but Mike <laughs> looks to me just kind of like, Lee, you are insane.
1: Oh, Are we going to talk about the awkwardness that is Prime and, and Megatron? Is that on there with this?
0: Oh, oh, heck no. We Everyone knows what the Prime and awkwardness is. The problem is with us, when it comes to spoilers, we didn't know what image was correct, was it? When it came to, on Friday, a lot of people that were playing at the qualifier before the qualifier on Saturday? Yeah. So there was a Uh,
1: Energon qualifier for the main tournament on the Friday. Yeah. And then the main tournament was on the Saturday, which we were both at. Yeah, we were, Um, yeah. And yes, there was a, apparently, according (laughs) to Drew, so shout out for your Q&A video. Thank you. um, Because that had some details about that on there where Q&A um had an earlier image and then his stats got even worse, well better <laughs> <quote unquote>. worse works <laughs> um it depends but yeah so well let's well let's go into the uh, i guess let's get into the reveals cuz there's loads of them yeah. and then we can maybe talk gloss over primarily yeah
0: cuz everyone if Megatron. you if you don't know the reveals this is kind of like the spoil season now we're getting we're hyping it up way 4 way 4 is on the horizon hopefully we'll get our spoils i've got um some words from, uh, from Wizards from wizard so we're waiting to hear back from them but the, it's Looking positive, Ooh, full stop. That's nice. what we're going to say. So the first one I want to talk about is a character I know D really was looking forward to playing. And I said, I think this guy might not be amazing. And actually, I think he is. And we're going to talk about Astro Train. Huh? Track nine shows an unscheduled train. And there's no
1: engineer. I declare this to be Astro Train
0: Headquarters. I oh, know. He's a train. He's a spaceship. Uh, yeah, how could they work it? But this is how they worked it, guys. He's a leader, he's a spaceship, and a specialist in his uh, one of his alt modes because he's a triple changer. He's got an attack of five, a health of 14, a defense of two. And in his tr- uh, in his uh, shuttle mode, he says, when this has at least one upgrade and defense, he gets plus one armor until the end of turn. I think that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's all right. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll chime in on my thoughts when we get to the bot <laughs> side of yeah, things. Yeah,
0: so then we've also got um, his other alt mode, because he's a triple changer, like we said. He's got leader, and then the keyword train. So we've got a new keyword, so train is pretty cool, and he's still a specialist. Uh, his attack goes to six. His health is still the same at 14, but his armor goes down by one, or defense, however you want to call it. And he says when this has at least two upgrades and attacks, he gets plus two attack until the end of turn. So he's basically got, like, this, the choo-choo, Speed of a train uh, coming to smash you if you've got two upgrades. That's pretty strong. It is pretty good because it goes to eight, which is very decent, depending on if you put an armor on him or some other things, which is really, really good. Um, But his bot mode... Here we go. Here, here, here we go. Here it is. Here it is. So, bot mode. He's a leader. He's a specialist. So, he's in bot mode. So, he's losing a spaceship. He's losing a train as his traits. His attack is six. So, it basically stays the same from train mode. His health is 14. His armor is one. So, he's basically the same as he would be in his uh, second alt mode, which will be his normal train mode. But here's the kicker, ladies and gentlemen. When this has at least three upgrades and battles, he gets plus three attack and plus three armor or defense until the end of turn. End of battle, sorry. Now, that.
1: Is huge. What's it's, this guy's star cost?
0: His uh, star cost is twelve. And <laughs> remind 12. me,
1: what is uh, gen- General Megatron's oh, cost? Okay,
0: General Megatron's cost I want to say is thirteen. I'll quickly pull it up because I've got it too. So, so
1: you could run both of these. You we, really could. And we know that there's a couple of strong General Megatron dregs out there. Yes, there is. And there may or may not be some news coming about those in the not <laughs> too <of> distant
0: future. <laughs> well, for if. If, when you hear this podcast, hopefully that article has already been out and my video has already dropped. He did a deck tech for me, which I rarely do because I rarely don't like, you know, telling people, oh, yeah, you need to try this deck out. But he did really well with it. So he needed a deck tech. So, uh, yeah, 13. He's 13. So So you you can run General You could run Captain
1: Astro Chain, General (sighs) Megatron, and you could have not I mean, so. (sighs) Staying on topic a little bit. Yes. Okay. Um,. The Decepticons all seem to key around intense upgrades, and the more upgrades you have, the better they are. And they all, you mm. know, let's go back to Megatron Living Weapon uh, or any of the Megatrons.
0: Any I'd of say. the Megatrons but basically benefits from upgrades, yeah. really.
1: Um, and then you've got this guy who mm. is just insane. He is. He's in bot works. mode. It's, it's, That's a nine. That's a, nine four. a nine, 9 4. 9 attack, 4 defense. And that's before you even get to whatever the hell the upgrades are adding on there. So you could end up with like a 15 four. Yep. If you end up putting some crazy Battle Masters on and some other bits and pieces. Well,
0: if you also think about it as well, you can. So Strong. basically, you have three upgrades on it. You go in for an attack and you put a grenade launcher on. When you're attacking, technically, you will have three upgrades. For example, if we said that was going to be your third one, mm. no matter what you do. What's the wording? So the wording is uh, at least three upgrades and battles, and remember, grenade launcher scraps at the end of the battle.
1: Yeah, no, that's fine. Oh man, that's oh, that's horrible. That's 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 pretty good. If you can get it, if you can get it. Oh Um, my gosh! So he's strong, and I have Mm. to say, I love the um, artwork for the spaceship. Super cool. Not, and I, I quite like the artwork for the train. I'm not. Personally, a fan of the artwork for the bot mode, but, but he's a but He's really very, very, very in line with the siege toy oh, that yeah. was previewed. That it's I out now. I, I think
0: that. the Astrotrain is out. I've seen the Astrotrain. Yeah. So
1: he's, you know, I find it a little bit blocky. I was hoping they'd go for like some G1 artwork,
0: but it's fine. You know, he's holding a Gatling gun in one hand. I think it's a minigun or a minigun or whatever you want to call it. It looks dope. Either way, he's <laughs> he's
1: good. I'm not sure he's 12 stars good. Okay, but he's still good.
0: So my 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 theory before we move on to the next. Is Decepticon, because we're going to do... This is how bad it is. We've got two Decepticons and three Autobots, and then we'll get into the Energon Open. Blitzwing, Springer, already triple changes. We're going to come across another triple changer later on. Um, this guy is incredibly strong, and he is roughly almost the same cost as those guys. Oh, Sandstorm? Yeah, we're going to talk about Sandstorm a little bit later. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's, but Sandstorm's extremely strong. He's amazing. He is amazing, like Astro Train. Do you think coming across from there? Unfortunate mistake with Springer and Blitzwing. They were like, "We need to nail these triple changes."
1: Yes, because I, I Blitzwing.
0: Th- I if Blitzwing had this kind of stat wheel, that would be dope.
1: Well, so I think that the triple changes. I mean, as Drew kind of said in your in your Q and A, um, he said, you know, perhaps they 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 were kind of tweaking or looking yeah. to gap fill some of the sheets for characters, and they mm. they picked those two characters to drop in, but. I think what we're seeing personally here, my gut feel, is that we're seeing the beginnings of some really high stats that are kind of going to be the new baseline for when, 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 ro- when <laughs> rotation kicks when in. When the
0: dreaded word
1: rotation. Which, you know, they said would be the earliest, would be end of 2020, yeah. b- which is not too far away. It's not far screens, away at But all. Um, I think we are seeing some ridiculously high health characters mm-hmm um what is what is the new optimus prime
0: is it 21 <laughs> uh yes yeah, something like that. that's something stupid 19 he's 21 stupid. he's a lot uh, of
1: health he's 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 ridiculous
0: he is a pretty stupid
1: um and, and you know for <laughs> and to be fair this guy at 14 is still huge i mean that's it like is. shockwave and an optimus prime l- Battle battlefield legend. legend yeah you know, and he he's not even, like, wait, he's a character that's fairly mm. iconic, but he isn't, like, one of the mm. the leaders, the two big, big guys, which is Optimus and yeah, we were, Megatron.
0: I honestly thought, like, for me personally, I honestly thought his shuttle mode would have had something like Brave or something like that, just because whenever you remember Astro Train, you remember everyone got in him. Like, he would just travel everywhere. So it would assume, like, maybe he would take the Brunt Force if you were going to hide people behind him and whatever. But I'm still happy with all his stats. I cannot complain about this card. Oh, I, no, he's good. He's amazing. I wish Blitzwing was this good. That's all I'm saying. But the one thing also Drew said in the thing is, like... Is he a common as well? He's a common. That's the one thing. And so Sandstorm. And remember when I was talking about, oh, yeah, let's talk talk about Triple Change. He was like, yeah, they're going to be more... Well I can't love, remember talk well about love. the yeah more love and we can't really Cue the ndas yeah and we really can't like tell you the rarity or as drew said he didn't know the rarity rarity. sorry and um yeah commons gosh if you're playing turbo and you pull this guy that's incredible like seriously to be
1: honest though i'd be ha- well i mean general megatron and, and the and the optimus guys are, are ridiculously good yeah um but i'd have been happy with this as a super rare potentially
0: controversial yeah. okay yeah no i can see that the stats prove it like Art it's was good yeah I could see that, and especially because it's a triple changer, so it's a rarity. It's common, so this gets me kind of excited. Like, what the heck is going to be an STR in this game? Like, seriously,
1: it's got to be. Well, um, it could be anything at the moment, isn't it? The two leaders we've got two leaders, Megatron and Optimus. Yeah, isn't it? They're both super. Yeah,
0: so we've got two more. I assume. I don't know. I think. Well, fingers crossed but no so that's Astro Train what are your thoughts let us know in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube Uh, if you're listening on the Podbean sorry I guess uh, you can just yell out right now just telling us your thoughts on Astro Train so we're going to move on to the next Decepticon which made me panic a little bit because I was kicking around this idea for a little while after seeing how aggressive orange bugs are and I was like could blue bugs work this could be the changing of uh, the guard I would say so anyway we're going to talk about Raider Kickback Incepticons transform. And um, we're going to talk about his alt mode, first. so he's an in Insecticon, he's a specialist, his attack is four, he's got nine health, he's got no armor, no defense, uh, and then he says his key wording is, when this defense, flip one more battle card for each Insecticon that was on your starting team. So he keeps that, you know, kind of cool mechanic that Kickback has when he's in bot mode from his wave one ability, I believe. Wave one. Yeah, and then the kicker. Here we go, bot mode. So, Insecticon Specialist again, attack four, nine. His armor goes up when he's in um, uh, bot mode to one, and he says, when one of your Insecticons attacks and you flip at least one blue pip, do one damage to the defender. That's incredible. And also, it's a six cost. Just get down, you guys.
1: Yeah, so uh, I play bugs, and yep. I, I I play orange bugs. As I much, uh, much as Lee will hate to say it, but you've it's, had some good play testing. I have orange bugs is rough. <laughs> So um, <laughs> I'm surprised they introduced a new kickback, and I'm even more surprised they've introduced blue bugs mm-hmm. because there's, there's some good, strong blue bug decks out there. They're not top flight, but they're still good. Yeah. Whereas what you can do right now is you could run both kickbacks and have mm. a mixed deck, which kicks you in the teeth not only when you flip a load of blue, but also when you flip a load of orange. Yeah. Um, and... What I found interesting was I kind of looked at this and went, oh, my God, this is actually not a great card. Okay. Stats-wise. And then I realized that what they'd done is his stats mm-hmm. in orange were zero attack, flip two for every Insecticon. Yeah.
0: Um, which meant he was flipping eight. Yeah, he was. Guaranteed. Eight all the time. Mm-hmm. Plus white. Yeah, plus whites. Um, <laughs> plus bold. Plus <laughs> bold. you, you oh, were doing just...
1: it, all the bold. All the bold. Um, and now they've taken it down so i was like oh oh they've created a blue version which flips less cards great however you look at his attack and he's starting with a baseline of four yeah so actually he's flipped technically flipped and got on attack four oranges yeah already already so actually in the grand scheme of things actually flipping one
0: Mm
1: -hmm. technically if you look at it like this he's flipping nine yeah because he already starts at four and then you're going to flip a further... Oh, no, sorry, ignore me. He, he, you know, he's looking at flipping four rather than eight, and he's already got four on the board. So he's actually more consistent. Unfortunately, he he's a bit blue biased, which he saddens is. me greatly. I don't know. But I'd, I like I'd, diversity in the game.
0: It's true. And I, I, I can see if this is... Obviously, we had Shrapnel last wave. This wave, we've got Kickback. Who?
1: Oh yeah, well, I'm not going to pronounce do, it. Do, so. No, no, okay. no. Well, no, scrapnel. Yeah, no, um, no. no I, name. I just meant there was, there was that, there was that card. Is it playable? <laughs> do you ever see it? No. I don't know. Or I don't
0: know. Oh, yeah,
1: you're not going to see it than the other track. Hence why I was like, uh, not, not, <laughs> <laughs> not, not your naming <laughs> convention. But just no one really plays that card.
0: Exactly. Unfortunately, no one plays him. So that's the Decepticons we're going to talk about. Uh, currently, because there's three I really, really, really want to talk about, because one introduces a new mechanic, one is uh, an amazing character, and a shout out to one of our friends who supports us uh, on uh, the YouTubes, and also uh, the other Triple Changer. So the first one I want to get into is my boy, Captain Impactor. So I was really excited when I uh, heard this, due to the fact that the first thing I thought was... Wreck and Rule are going to have a field day because Impact is part of the uh, Wreckers. But this is pre-Wreckers because in our lovely comments of Brian and me nerding out, Drew uh, had the joys of commenting and saying, this is pre-Wreckers, guys. And we were like, hmm. So Wreckers might be on the way, boys. But anyway, so Captain Impacto, let's talk about his alt mode, guys. He's a leader, he's a tank, and he's ranged. Wow, already three things I love. He's uh, attack of 3, armor um health 12, armor 2, and then he has an ability which is when you flip to this mode, each of your characters gets bold one to the end of turn. So he basically has the Bumblebee from the starter set ability. And then uh, in bot mode he has leader and ranged. He has attack of 4, uh health of 12, armor of 1, and then he gets bold one on uh the bot side and he is seven card, uh, seven characters, sorry. Seven stars points towards your characters. I like him a lot, just because uh, he's seven. He fits that cost for tank. So to me, I'm already looking at him and Warpath now, and that's thirteen. I'm I'm really happy with that. Both of them are range. Both of them are tanks. Um, I like the fact that he's a leader, so you can casually that lovely matrix of leadership goes in on there. Uh, bold across the board really works well. So you could even cheekily put him in a t- in a card deck if you wanted to. Do do some cheekiness with Prowl as well for loads of other shenanigans and just bold up uh, for days. But um, I want to hear your thoughts on it, sir, because I, I I think I might just be excited because uh, one of my favourite characters uh, from the Wreckers is now in a card game that I play. Sure, I uh, so I haven't seen this card okay until cool. now.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Uh, and I am just
0: uh, no. um,
1: it's like, uh, yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. This guy's this guy's this guy's ridiculous for seven points seven seven <laughs> seven stars <laughs> 12 health yeah tank he's good yeah <laughs> he's good <laughs> yeah. um it's so really I, I i remember seeing something that flashed up on my facebook thread but i couldn't access the picture for some reason <laughs> but, but so i was like oh it clearly isn't something i need to be worrying about and then i've, I've just seen it now so i'm quietly so inside i've been quietly screaming going oh my god <laughs> this guy <laughs> is amazing uh yeah he's, he's he's what i would say is cashback yeah uh, you know, is he a common again? Yeah, he's a common. Yeah, he's, a common. Yeah. he's a common. It's not even that awkward to find rare. Yeah. 12 health, all the good stats. Tank, um, which makes possibly, could you ever end up seeing six wide tanks or is that too much? Slammer. Oh, no, I think. Slammer, slammer. Guy it, from Trypticon another tank. Oh,
0: yeah, that's true. So uh, what are and they, then Three? The other,
1: that's, yeah. Warpath, this then, guy. And then you've also- Five wide,
0: five wide. Could go five. Maybe there's the other one as well. The other baby, baby one. That's for what? Demolisher? Oh no, demolisher. No, not, no, no, baby, 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 for um, the micromaster person. There's a baby. Oh tank yeah, in I there. know what you mean. Yeah, like you could or something. May- like that. Yeah, yeah, maybe, but I don't know. Um, my first idea for this is definitely Warpath and Impactor together, because that's thirteen points, two tanks. And both of them have decent ish stats and can be really, really interesting depending on how you build. Decent, you've seen 12 health.
1: that's not decent <laughs> that's that's amazing <laughs>
0: for, for seven cups. For that's, seven stars it's pretty good.
1: That's plus two armor, so that's technically 14 health you've got to do to knock him out. Yeah, and your opponent's not got to flip any blue. That's true. So effectively 14 health in tank mode. Good good look with that. Yeah. Turn one, you're it's, not getting rid of him. He's pretty good and two, no one. No it's
0: just the ability of giving everyone bold as well. I really like that as a thing. Like you can flip him and he just goes from bot mode to giving whoever you're gonna hit next with in bold is pretty cool. Yeah oh yeah yeah. I good. think it's really cool. I like that. I like it a lot. Yeah, Impactor
1: it's a cracking card.
0: I do. I'm a, I'm a happy man with Impactor. But I'm even happier with another triple changer. So right, Sandstorm. the music's in the background amazing. obviously and yeah he looks almost like a splitting image of him from the g1 which i'm really really happy about so right let's get into it his alt modes are scary so let's go into alt mode one uh he's a car he's melee and uh, he has six attack 15 health armor one uh when this is attacking a melee character it gets plus two attack so if it's attacking a melee it goes to eight ladies and gentlemen In alt mode two, he becomes a helicopter. He becomes ranged. He has attack of six, 15, and one again. When this is defending against a ranged character, this gets plus two armor or defense. And then in bot mode, he just gains specialist. So he's got three different things with this card, kind of like Springer. And then effectively has an attack of six, 15, and one. And then when you flip to this mode, do one damage to an enemy specialist. Thoughts for an 11-star character, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal, ain't <laughs> um, it? It's so good. Uh, amazing. He's
1: so good. Uh, love the artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, G1. I'm a, I'm a G1 fan. Okay. Uh, where was he in the cartoons?
0: Okay, so in the cartoon, he appeared, uh, and you can quote me on this because I know this. Um, after the first episode of season three, Triptychon gets thrown into the ocean, and they're trying to find Tripticon, and they don't can't find him anywhere. So they're trying to find um Trypticon, and Triptagon's teamed up with Octane who's this kind of guy who like know, Oxide, is D's yeah, yeah. D's favorite character and then basically Sandstorm shows up in that episode. Okay. Uh, okay. And so uh, yeah, you'll probably see some sort of funky clips coming down the line because yeah, if if Octane gets into this game D will lose his shit. Yeah, but, um, yeah, Sandstorm's a really, really cool character. Yeah, yeah. good I start. I want to say he also was in the records, but I could be wrong. But at the same time... I'm sure Brian and Joe will correct you. Probably, guaranteed. They'll be like, shamely or be like, yay. But, yeah, it's... Join up content. It's what it was all about, folks. It's exactly, it's exactly... I think... I, I feel like this is what Springer should have been.
1: Springer... So, I didn't like the artwork Springer, personally.
0: No. I, did I, I don't...
1: About... I personally, much to your... Uh, Andy's um, chagrin yeah I don't think he's worth 12 stars Springer he, or 11 stars he's mm. not even worth he might be worth 10 maybe mm, okay you know Um, but yeah I, w- let's not go let's not let's we're not going to cry though. over that yeah. let's just say Blitzwing and, and
0: a Springer were a test card they've even said that they Drew's could have done that. better yeah they could have um,
1: but anyway no cracking card so like good. it am I going to run it I don't know um, but he's good He's he is good. really good. What's his alt mode do again? Remind me. So
0: alt mode one, uh, he's obviously. Oh, sorry, in not alt ma- mode, robot mode. Robot mode. He basically, you flip him to this mode. You do one damage to a specialist. Nice. So it's again, it's, it's it. He is uh, the I, I think the epitome of situ- situational because when he's in car mode, he does two additional damage if he's attacking a melee character. In helicopter mode, he and he's defending he uh, against a ranged. He becomes even more buffed up with plus two armor or plus two defense. And then, obviously, in bot mode, he can do one damage to enemy specialists. So, obviously, he's a trick of all trades. Oh, we like it. It's good. He is. He's very, very cool. I like it. And then we'll leave the Teletram one behind with this lovely man. I am excited that Smokescreen is in it now, guys. This guy, oh, wow. I'm just a happy, happy man. So, Private Smokescreen, he's a car. He's ranged. He's got an attack of four, um, health of 11, armor one. And a new keyword called safeguard, and it 's just technically three, so safeguard three and it says can 't take more damage than uh, can 't take more than three damage while undamaged, so safeguard seems to be a thing depending on the number. And then in bot mode, he has ranged. Obviously, he loses his car. He's got an attack of four, uh, health of 11, armor one. And he's got focus one, which um, obviously RC1 has, uh, RC2 even has in um, uh, wave three, which is before flipping battle cards when battling, look at the top card of the deck and you may scrap it. And then while this has a white upgrade on him, he gains plus one attack and plus one defense. Thoughts, Mike. um So good. So,
1: yeah. I mean, did cars need to get any stronger? No. Seven. It's so, oh, it's a seven cost. That's even better. Just brilliant. It is really good. Someone, ban start your engines, please. <laughs> <laughs> or, or turbo <laughs> boosters, either or. Anyway, by the by, um, so the new hot rod that was promoted oh, a while ago so is amazing,
0: and he's only a rare as well, which is mad. And
1: the artwork's beautiful. So this good. guy's beautiful. Costs yeah. are good. Stats are good. <sighs> Safeguard is strong because it's kind of like uh, a weak version of Scrapnel from Wave 1's ability where Mm. he just took three all the time whereas this guy, when he's undamaged or for the first attack you hit him with, you're only doing three. So It's true. I think you could have a really strong team with him and Hot Rod and a few other bits and pieces. A couple of heals in there.
0: Yeah, like my first idea, my first idea I think when I saw this was like, cool, I want to take Ratchet and RC. RC Wave 1. So you can just do... Pierce. Unlimited amounts of pierce, but also heal. Like there's so much heal ability in that in those two characters. Like you can just swing with other characters and then have smoke screen come in, and then if he's undamaged or whatever, you're always just going to guarantee taking three. And then you can easily. Oh man, that's so interesting. This is gonna. It's an interesting so it, it, idea. It also,
1: if you figure like this wave is going to drop about a month, just <sighs> a month before packs unplugged. Yeah, man. This is going to change the environment big style. Mm, so good is. luck to. All of those people out there, the wreck and rule guys, Vector Sigma, good luck cracking this nutshell because this, be so this is this is this is like might drop territory in terms of new set and new details and new c- combos. It's gonna
0: Especially with good, the new good luck. Especially with the new battle cards that dropped, that article with all the black pips.
1: Uh I do not think I've seen this. Okay,
0: so I'm gonna tell you now there's like three or four cards with dual black pips and they're two? just two? two black on top pips. of the
1: sound wave card yeah but
0: they're work. no star cards they're oh all commons God. or on, on commons oh, and black stuff pierce. black pierce is going to be a thing so I, I just kept seeing this and i was just like devastator is going to be really interesting because some of those cards as well really fit him well uh, so i've been mucking
1: around with a blue black pierce yeah man uh Devastator deck but I, I, as you probably saw on one of the videos that lee has probably got still rendering somewhere <laughs> yeah in the pipes um it was the first time i played that deck it takes forever it's really tricky it's true. but I think blue black is the way to go. I don't think orange devastator is the way to go.
0: No, we can try it. I think double black. We can see how it goes.
1: And uh, let's not forget the RR disruptor, which is RC's kind (sighs) of knife or sword, which is like plus three scrap if uh, you don't flip black. Yeah. um, When attacking, so that's going to make that even more playable.
0: You'll see see that a lot more now. Orange and black aggro deck with a lot of more black pips, seeming with new cards. But hey, this is why we're excited for this new wave, new builds, new ideas. No yeah. one
1: wants to see Turbo cars. <laughs> no one wants to yeah. see Orange Insecticons, even though I play them and I love them. <laughs> um, I want to see new combos. I want to see new things. And I want, you know, there to be more than just two or three solid decks in the top tier one of deck teching.
0: Yeah, fair play. <laughs> we'll move on. We'll move on for Teletran. And we'll, we'll load up. Into our main junk that we want to talk about, which is basically uh, the Energon Open, the European Energon Open, held at Dark Sphere Games. Before we get into it, Dark Sphere, congrats on a freaking awesome space! Oh. Super cool, so really cool. Oh
1: uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I am really funny about gaming venues uh, in mm. the fact that I am really critical. So I kind of looked at it and went, "Oh, we're going into a basement. Okay, we're going into a <laughs> yeah. game shop. Yeah. It's going to be <laughs> dank. It's going to be small. <laughs> it's going to be unlit, or it's going to be poorly lit." And the space is huge. Like you know, think your 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 you know your average local Tesco Express, mm-hmm. not one of those small Mickey Mouse corner shops. It is vast. Um, and I th- as I said, uh, uh, when we'll get on some details later, I gave some yeah. really good feedback about the event, the venue. I think it's an amazing place. Um, I just wish they'd put the price stickers facing the customers rather than underneath so you had to tip the box up so you could see the price of things. Yeah, That put me off. (laughs) But no, I didn't want to take anything
0: off the shelf because it was so nice. Yeah, it was. It was a really well nice store. Uh, Ben and me said in a video, which I don't know if it'll be out by then or not, uh, it felt like an old virgin megastore because you had the escalators going down into the venue, and it had that kind of old-school lighting. Well, maybe. I think you're doing a disservice there, perhaps. I know, but I never know, because it feels like a little bit without all the shelves. But I'm pretty happy. No, the space was, was massive. It was, it
1: was well-spaced out. It was air-conned well. Yeah it's got potential to do even bigger stuff yeah it's true uh, the the ranges they carried were great the staff were all really friendly mm. uh, and their prices for snacks and 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 drink and stuff like that were in london amazing amazing
0: for in london like you know
1: less than a <laughs> pound for a can of drink
0: yeah which is kind of crazy for most game stores these days yeah, I love how we're now moving on to like liquid beverages and stuff like that instead <laughs> of Transformers. But no, Dark Sphere uh, guys, check them out on Facebook. Check them out uh, on their website. They do—they're a fantastic store. Well, I guarantee if they run any more Transformers tournaments in the not too distant future, I would love to go back there because it was such a Absolutely. such an awesome hundred percent. So the Energon Open. This was kind of an un, unmasking of people. I would—the best way of describing it because we know uh, through our Facebook group, uh, the UK and Ireland community, that we know there's prevalent people on there, but there's also a lot of people with just normal pictures not their actual faces or whatever and all you could hear were their faces if you listen to podcasts or youtube videos and stuff we finally put all that behind we ripped down the curtains and we all went and played transformers and we all met up so i met a lot of the guys uh, that i know through through um, certain youtube channels where i was just like holy cow that's because it was kind of interesting, because we were walking to the venue uh, on Saturday, so we don't really, we can't really, can't tell anything about Friday, because Friday we just chilled. I, I was working, so I couldn't really go. But on Saturday, we technically walked with one of the hosts from the city city talkers, which was quite funny, because obviously I knew Matt a little bit. I didn't know. Do you mean city speakers? City speakers, even yes, yeah, city speakers. Because if I can remember correctly, how how those guys are. Um, I'm going to feel really bad if I get their names wrong because we basically have Mark, Matt, and I th- want to say it's Kev, but I could be wrong. And one of them was talking to us the whole way there, and he was like telling me like he was thinking about playing Dreadwing and stuff. And then I I've just finished listening to 6.1 their episode of them covering the tournament, but they that was the episode for Friday, so I was a bit curious before we do our one. And he was running Dreadwing and I was like, Oh man, that's really interesting because I played Dreadwing. I had a ton of fun with him and just getting his idea and both of us had like similarish ideas. We thought we were gonna see a lot of blue and there wasn't as much blue as we thought there was gonna be. There was a lot of orange. But it was a mixed field, which was quite interesting, which I was really, really excited for. What were your thoughts on the whole? Uh yeah, so we field? I
1: I drove, we parked up, we I recognized a couple of people and I went there clearly. Going to the same place to do the same thing we are and play, <laughs> play, play transforming robots on pieces of paper. Right. So we had a, a really cool chat on the way there. We uh, got lost. We took the very circular route round a massive shopping center and we got there and it was great. Um, and yeah, I didn't actually realize those guys were like YouTubers yeah. and doing a, a channel thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was cool, you know. Yeah. And I now understand why I played two of them. Mm. Uh, but we'll get more into that later. But yeah. I now understand why they they were as good as they are and they play very similar decks because oh, definitely. they're part of the same gaming group. Yeah,
0: they are. There's, it was really cool to see like the pockets of players from uh, all parts of, uh, of England, really, because it was really interesting because we had, had the guys come from Bristol, we had the guys come from Southampton, Bournemouth, um, Liverpool. Liverpool uh and then as midlanders i just bung us all together because we are just like midlanders we got the milton Keynes boys there as well we had we had a really good turnout it wasn't just yeah. london based players a
1: couple players. of melton Mowbray players as well yeah
0: it was it was really interesting because because i i honestly thought it there would be much more of a london london presence there but uh there wasn't it seems there was a fair few um fair few travelers um, I think they uh, obviously with being in London it travelled quite well I think
1: oh yeah yeah absolutely uh, it was easy to get to tube train bus yep. you know whatever you you were doing it was there um, uh, and and we to be fair we also had a lot of people that didn't make it like our that's lo- true our local play group probably if we get everybody on a good Sunday uh, as I was talking to Drew it's like we could break easy 15 to, to 15 20 15 to 20 15 to 20 is where we would comfortably fit yeah but it's a Sunday when we usually do the tournaments and boards and swords in Derby. So usually family commitments or other things that weekends take people away, but we're yeah. usually a good solid, you know, 10, 11 most of the time, hopefully yeah. maybe, maybe seven on, on a low turnout. But yeah. anyway, no, really good. Uh, lots of, lots of different types of builds based yeah. on small niche groups. Um, So, yeah, I mean, one of my bits of kind of general feedback about the tournament is that it was really nice to see that we weren't all just all net decking. and It was really cool. There was a lot of uh, mixed decks, and you could definitely see distinctive play styles from different play groups.
0: Yeah, I definitely... I would 100% agree with that, because it feels like they took certain character ideas and built their own kind of style on them or threw a different character in, which was really cool. And, like, the one thing obviously there's a question about it which i'm going to technically answer now ben i apologize but um yeah it felt like when i talked to people about it they said oh i really wanted to just play this character i just really wanted to play this kind of theme i wanted to play this i didn't want to do that i wanted to do this and it was really cool because because most of the time when you go to other tournaments when it comes to like card games and stuff like that you have the same kind of generic boring deck you see this quite prevalent in other games but at the moment, I think because the game is so young, you don't see that at the moment, but it felt different. Like, it was weird looking around going like, cool, I'm one of two people playing Metroplex. There's two Devastators. There's a Menosaur. There's a Superion. There's cars. There's bugs. There's literally everyone taking their different take on things.
1: Was The question you were just answering there was, what kind of stuff,
0: yeah. decks, did we see? Yeah. Okay, so, it kind um, of went away. Right, fine. There was a fair few.
1: So I saw... Not that many bugs, or there was some. There was a lot of um, bugs. Right, I, didn't see <laughs> well, I saw
0: two of the bugs players. There was a fair few. Though. Okay.
1: So I think we had numbers wise, uh, we had just under 60 players. Yep. Um, and I saw Add Red Wing, uh, a S- a bunch of shockwaves, a bunch of cars, some insecticons. Allegedly, a devastator somewhere out there. There was a devastator. Out Didn't there. see it.
0: I saw it. I waved and was like, "This is f- two Metroplex. Yep. Um,
1: some assorted jank." Sorry, there was Superion. <laughs> yeah, there was a Superion. There was Superion. Um, there there was, was a Menosaur as well at one there was, point. I saw the Menosaur. That was mad. I saw the Menosaur. I was actually. so happy to
0: see Menosaur get some love. Combiners love it. Yeah, mate. Um,
1: and there was there was just. Oh, actually, to be fair, you know, there was some good, there was a lot of General Prime. Oh, yeah. Like, General Prime everywhere. (laughs) Um, he, he was good. Lester there was some too wide general, opti- uh, general Well, general Optimus and OPBL. Yeah. So it was, you know, I think we were all sitting there going, oh my God, Kevin Allen, turbo cars. <laughs> or thanks to the Wreck and Rule guys for spoiling my uh, anticipation engine cars. <laughs> <deck>. <laughs> Cheers, boys. Um, you know, <laughs> Just like I built Jamie. that like a week after the set came out and went, I don't think people realise how good anticipation engine it's is. So good. And then Wreck and Rule did. You know, it was Joe, were not it? Joe, Joe. Thanks, is. Joe. Love your work. I love no, no, I genuinely love, love your work your work i do i do i love joe but
0: also at the same time screw you joe
1: (laughs) (laughs) what what about jamie dropping the uh the metroplex Metroplex before
0: a day before your tournament so i was really really not happy with jamie i have sent him a message um obviously when i'm recording this actually it was his birthday the the other day so i sent him a nice message uh to try and uh, rebuild the bridges joking um as uh yeah i was just like man you couldn't wait a day before i finished this freaking at least he apologized He did. (laughs) But it's good. It was really fun. Um, Yeah, it was really good. I really liked the field. Um, But yeah, there were some decks that definitely scared the crap out of me that I avoided, which I was really interested by.
1: By avoided, you mean you just luckily didn't get matched up against Uh, them?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Because I I heard about some of the decks going out there and I was like, wow, I've never faced that. That could be quite interesting. And all the decks that I played, I've played those characters or know what they do. Mm. But like, yeah, so we'll get it out of the uh, uh, off our chests, Blaster obviously is like just coming out over here. Unless you went to San Diego Comic Con and got him and all that jazz, but yeah, someone told me like Blaster, General Prime, and another cassette is just bonkers right now. Seems very very strong, like just Pierce craziness. And I was just like,
1: okay, how should we? How do we forget?
0: There, <laughs> was, there was a Blaster deck.
1: <laughs> at our event more on this later folks. <laughs> um, yeah Blaster's good Blaster's he good seems and strong. Drew suggests that Soundwave is also equally as good yeah. it's just the build is a lot more tricky
0: yeah and I think uh, you'll probably see he's, he's more that you need to go to the lab for I think a lot more than Blaster in the yeah, world yeah, from absolutely. what I've seen so with uh, that, so what did you play? So what did I play? I played Metroplex, bro. I've been, I've been loving the freaking big man. Go big or go home, I say. Uh, we did a lot of
1: playtesting. It was a
0: lot of playtesting. Not as much as some people I know. But yeah, we did a lot of playtesting. I was really happy with the deck, how it worked. I knew it would struggle in certain aspects of things. And I was like, I'm fine with this. I can play through that. I don't mind. I don't want to change my deck or how I play, just because if I go up against one matchup, I do not mind. I, against other matchups I'm fine with, I know I will struggle one with one, but I'd rather take winning over, like, six than one. To be honest, sure.
1: and to, that's what your sideboard is for. Yeah, and that's what sideboards
0: based, based around. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, so I. So what did you play, oh, sir? Because we went oh, through man. some decks. It was oh, kind yeah. of
0: like a we, an we, epiphany at the beginning of like the week. So I was <laughs>
1: I wanted to play bugs, yes, and you I did. was scared that bugs was too fragile. There was lots of people teching for bugs, uh, and I think they've they've kind of had their day a little bit at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we did some panicked texts and arranged some sort of <laughs> late night play testing one evening in a week. Yeah, Thankfully, did, yeah. Ben, who was playing the General Megatron Direct, gave me some awesome advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I, I, I bottled playing the next deck I wanted to do, which was...
0: We're well, we named and because I still think that can catch a lot of people off guard. All right, okay. I so. would just keep. I would keep it back. Trade secrets, we'll say.
1: Trade secrets. All right. Because I'm. So I. I, I, right, I it's, it's a blue deck. It's I a blue bo- deck. I bottled playing a blue deck because I didn't want to do what I thought was going to be eight rounds. Yeah. Going to time, massively stressed. Mm-hmm. I wasn't 100 percent familiar with it. Following the wreck and rule guys' advice, you know, learn your deck, be familiar with it. So I'm gonna cringe. <laughs> I played, I played. Here we go. Anticipation cars, but sadly, uh well. Thankfully and uh, sadly, I did not own a cliff jumper. Makes sense. Hashtag shock moment. <laughs> I didn't really consider cliff jumper that good. Me too. I Turns think he's out not a I great card. Wrong. <laughs> I don't think he's a
0: great card. He's good. He's not worth one hundred and fifty quid. Though. No, I don't think he's a good card. That's my general honest opinion. I'm no. not a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I,
1: I kind of like RJ when he kind of said, you know, I went to. Um, Gen Kong, I had some bad times. I played Bugs for a Day, I felt bad about it. Well, I played Cars and I felt bad about it, but <laughs> scarily, I was familiar with the deck. I'd built it for a while, been playing it casually. Yeah, it's a solid deck. So, anyway, yes, short answer I played Cars, I played Bumblebee, Trusted Lieutenant, I played the wheeljack that gets bold from weapons in scrap pile, yep. and I played Trusty Prowl mm. and I did all right. Did yeah. okay,
0: yeah. I played a, a, a similar person with that exact lineup. But I knew how to play it because we play tested. Yeah, exactly, it's pretty good. Okay, so um, let's talk about rounds. There was six, six beautiful rounds in this tournament. It was awesome. really good, uh, Mike. How was your first? Uh, well, let's just say how was your first two rounds, mate? My first
1: two rounds. So, <laughs>
0: um,
1: so I, I had, I had won the Geek Retreat Open in Leeds or the pre-qualifier in Leeds, and and got um, the win there. Yep. So I got two buys for the round. So uh, I actually got to sit out. I got to see Drew preview a very interesting deck and just sit back and and kind of relax into the event. However, (laughs) it was a bit weird because we'd all traveled there to play Transformers and... We weren't playing Transformers. Yeah, you
0: sat out for like two hours. <laughs> yeah, so uh, let, let, let's let's
1: map back a little bit. So, um, first of all, I think the pre-qualifiers for buys uh, were an amazing idea. It creates yeah. travel, it mm-hmm. creates community. It's a great thing. Do I think two buys is the way to go? I don't know. I benefited from it, so of course I'm going to say yes. Mm. Um, the thing I don't, I, I'm sh- I'm unsure on is. We played and traveled and went to these events and we got some wins, and then we traveled to a really big event and got to sit out for a bit. Um, yeah. So that was, it was a bit of a, an awkward one because you traveled to play a card game and then you yep. weren't playing a card game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I got a buy for two rounds. I got to play test against Drew's deck. I beat it. Yay. Yeah, uh, very close match. Ridiculously <laughs> okay. close match, like one card flip.
0: Close. Was he running all the the patrol guys?
1: He was running off. Uh, yeah, well, so he all had the a pun deck, yeah. which had a reveal card in that was a UK exclusive, which everybody dropped on the Facebook group day off.
0: Literally, they everyone ran over there, took their photos, and then ran upstairs because you couldn't get any signal on your phone to then just go. Who is going to be the first person to post this in our group? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think it was like
1: that, but it was. <laughs> everyone was well keen as we were all were. Oh
0: mate, everyone was excited. They just like crowded over. A little bit it was hilarious. Sure, I mean, well, we're all keen
1: nerds. Let's be honest. It's so. true.
0: I was patient. I think the best way yeah, I yeah. described it, I waited patiently. I knew people wanted to play him throughout the whole of the day, and I was like, "I'm doing well. So if I don't get to interview Drew, whoop-de-do. If I if I do, that's awesome. If I don't, it's you know, mm. kind of sad. So i just waited. And then Drew, like, asked when I was going to probably do it. And I was like, well, let's do it after round six. So I got a a decent interview with him. Assuming you didn't qualify. Yeah, assuming I didn't qualify, pretty much. So I then got an interview with Drew. And then straight after that, he was like, do you want to play? Because obviously we've just talked. And I was like, I don't want to take anyone else's time. But he he, uh, persisted in wanting me to play his Magnus deck because... Magnus is my boy. And, um, yeah, it was really good fun just catching... Trying to uh, pick uh, pick his ear with a few things and some some ideas behind it. And it's really, really cool. Like, a t- totally different play style and just seeing uh, the other things he comes up with. Because I think that's the one strength of this game. Like, not every person plays uh, and, and builds their decks the same. It's very interesting. No. It's really, no. really cool. So...
1: Mapping back slightly a little bit to uh, round one was a buy for me. (laughs) I got a 2-0 win. It was awesome.
0: Wicked. Uh, Round two was also a buy for me, and I got a 2-0 win. Oh, man, It was awesome.
1: But how was your round one? So my round
0: one, uh, round one I played uh, Bugs, which was really interesting. Oh, lovely. Uh, It was. It was good. Uh, I believe the gentleman's name was Phil, if I can remember it correctly. I apologize if I don't. Uh, And he was running the traditional kind of Bugs build. And I was like, cool, I'm playing Bugs. I know exactly what I'm doing. Uh, I lost the first game uh, because I made a misplay and then in the second game I had a bit of a pop-off because I won and it was because how my deck is built it makes the little guys incredible and it was a combination of the little guys taking out a barrage when honestly from Phil's point of perspective he took out Metroplex when he really he could have won the game if he took out one of the little guys because if he took out the little guy he probably would have survived target priority yeah so basically I won the second game and then in the third game everything went my way how how going against a generic books deck works you just basically go Metroplex smash Metroplex smash Slammer comes out smash like I believe uh, Slammer took out one per one Insecticon right off the bat with a grenade launcher and all the orange in the world there's no better feeling that the trusty little tank can just punch and kill something to right be off the bat. Fair, you
1: play <laughs> slightly differently. So, I do. So, so your deck has cards in that your average Metroplex
0: doesn't run. Yes, which is really good. It is really good. And
1: you've learned through playtesting that you know it's better to definitely kill something than yep. miss by one health. Exactly. Uh, we're that talk comes more prevalent. Miss- not yeah. missing by one health <laughs> later
0: it's still uh, an unfortunate thing so I won that game 2-1 it was really cool Phil was a really nice opponent we kind of nerded out a little bit during the game because um, I, to- uh, I told him about the play pile and he didn't know what the play pile was so I kind of like told him well you're running bugs so you need to know this before oh this
1: is the yeah. important difference between played versus putting cards exactly, discard exactly so, yeah, so, I-
0: so I explained that to him a little bit and he was like dude that's awesome thank you so much and it- he-, he came throughout the Tournament and said it was such a prevalent like thing to know going uh, further on in the tournament, which was really cool to see. So uh, game two, I played a gentleman who was running pretty much your car's deck. All right. Cool. Two owed him. It was perfectly fine. Game one went exactly how it should. Smash Prowl. Don't give a flump about um, uh, uh, Wheeljack. Smash Bumblebee and then deal with a hilarious amount of damage that can be put out by Wheeljack, and then just chip away at Wheeljack and kill him. It was fantastic. It was a really good good game. Uh, And then in the second game, he basically put in some other things. Uh, It was obvious what he put in, so when he only played secret actions, I'm pretty positive they were dampening fields, because that's the only thing that can really stop a, a Metroplex deck, unless you run Gyro Blasters, which he didn't. So whenever he played his secret action, I didn't really attack at all. I just attacked with my little guys, then... Obviously, at the end of his turn, he revealed, I was like, cool, Damping Field, you've put three, you sideboarded three cards in, I know what that is now. And that was like, wicked, I'm fine with that. And so, 1-2-0, really, really good, going into it quite strong, popping off, because I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm doing really well with Metroplex. And then I found out that Mark from City Speakers was running Metroplex, so I was kind of like, yeah, Mark's got a 2-0 two, lead like me, but I've won my two games, I didn't sit out and... We had a bit of good banter talking uh, talking back and forth about our builds of Metroplex, which was really, really cool. Mm. So, yeah, it was really, really yeah, good. It was good. Yeah, it was good fun. So, round three, you get to finally play a freaking game.
1: Yeah, so I sit down. I'm nervous. Um, so, uh, let's talk about how the buys <laughs> were deployed before we get into game three. <laughs> so uh, Yeah, a little bit of... map back a little bit. <laughs> so, we all sat down for a really start player brief. Uh, yep. There was a bit of um, tweaking with... Were we going to get one buy or two? Wizards mm. honored what they advertised, which was Kraken. Yep. Uh, Luke and Drew were amazing, so thanks for sorting that out. Yep. Um, uh, and so we all thought we were going to play in game two because of the numbers were quite low, but yeah, they yeah. said no. So no. sat down, ready to play, seated, ready to go, and actually going to get a game. <laughs> so I was really yeah. nervous because I was playing a deck that I wasn't 100% familiar with. Cool, cool. Um, And I must have been playing, um, I want to say that he's related to a guy called Matt Armstrong, who I played in round
0: five, because they look
1: scarily familiar. Scarily familiar. I think they might be brothers or cousins. Okay, cool. Uh, However, if I'm sorry and I've got that wrong, apologies. But Nick, (laughs) you were my game one. You were playing General Prime, Hot Rod, and Fire Drive. Okay, yeah. Uh, It went to a 2-1... And it was real close. And I didn't really quite appreciate... I play Peace Through Tyranny. Yeah. I don't really ever use it for the extra turn because sacrificing a bug is never a good idea. Uh-huh. But oh my God, Peace Through Tyranny on Fire Drive. Wow. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, Scraped eh? a very close... You know, one of one the theme of the day mm-hmm. was very close two one to me when we're off and running officially three wins in the bag happy days cool beans i will say this though one of the the play styles at this level that became really evident was people weren't taking chances people were doing the math sitting back and taking a minute during an action to kind of say right how much damage do i need to do plus some armor plus some blue flips right brilliant and and It was so frustrating to be killed either on the nose or by just one. Um, (laughs) However, (laughs) the skill set of the players out there means that that's how it's going
0: to go. And it's very, very good to see. It's really, really good to see that you're taking your time over your turns because I should have done that in game three, which I didn't. So, how did your game three go? So, game three went really well, kinda. So, uh, by guys came in and I jokingly laughed with Ben who plays uh, General Megatron. I was like, dude, we're going to freaking play each other again. It'll be hilarious <laughs> as bulls. And then he literally turns around and goes, like, Lee, I've got you. And I just literally, I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive. I, I yelled in a, 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 uh, an obscured, naughty word and got a couple of looks. But yeah, I ended up playing Ben in his General Megs deck, which is really, really good. And really, Oh, you really guys strong. did actually play? We did actually play. Oh, man. Round okay. Three. Oh, yeah, of course you did, because I, yes. yes, so I remember and watched. Yes, she did. So round one, smashed him. Well, oh. happy. Everything that I was supposed to do, I did correctly. I was like, awesome. This is how I'm supposed to play. Turn two goes the opposite direction and just nothing goes right for me. And basically, Ben smashes me. And I'm like, cool, we're going into round, uh, we're going into game three. Everything's on the line. Dope. I am killing. I am wrecking. I'm having a great time. And then, Bastard Aimless is the best way to describe it, dude. I just couldn't kill him. I couldn't kill Aimless. I killed I killed Flame War first. Then I just chipped chip chipped away at Megatron and Ben knew the curtain was on the wall because he was really like worried about it. But I just couldn't hit I couldn't kill Aimless. His deck is built so well that he can just pull off so many pulls for like extra padding and attack drones and other stuff and just bulk up stuff. It's just mad. It was so much stuff to turn through. And that was like my one worry with this deck was like I don't have enough pierce in here to get through if I go against blue but fingers crossed i've just got enough smash and i can just do that one ability and tap and whatever but yeah i left uh aimless on one and aimless uh over several episodes of like me not thinking about going back to city mode and just trying to wait for a noble's blaster to peel him off now that i look back on it ended up just staying in bot mode and he was just taking one two damage off me multiple turn multiple turns multiple turns and i couldn't get through anything, or I was just like, oh yeah, I've done one. Okay, cool, I've done nothing. Okay, I've done one. Okay, I've done nothing. Okay, I've done this. And then it's like, cool, he's getting there, he's getting there. And I'm like, come on, for truck's sake, please just give me, pull my marksmanship or pull my like blasters quicker so I can just do some damage. Because if I got that blaster out quicker, it was game, guaranteed. But obviously that's what you play this game for. You don't know what's going to happen. And I lose 2-1 to Ben. So the basically the trilogy, as it goes, is Rocky gets his ass kicked, uh, Rocky 2 gets his ass kicked again and then Rocky 3, yep, yeah, get my ass kicked again, I just, Ben is my Apollo Creed and Clubber Lang rolled into <laughs> one, he is just <laughs> an absolute, hey Love maybe, it. maybe, maybe I can do the impossible and get a rematch but I know his uh, idea and intent going forward with some some ideas and decks so I might not be able to play that ever again sure. but we'll see
1: so I, I got, I can't so, yeah, lie, 2-1 We Ben is part of our local kind of play group in, yeah, in Derby, he, is, yeah. he a travels a bit um, and I was scared of that deck. And his oh, it's so his, good. His his deck is well tuned, well played. It's consistent and it's good. Uh, and and he, it's, it's not common. No, it's really really good. Um, and so, it, you, it can catch you off guard. So you're on a two, two one. Two one So L- two wins, yep. one loss. Yep, yep, Going into round four. Yep.
0: Round four, I'm on three wins. Yeah, yeah. You're living the dream. Check me out. Yeah, you're living the dream. So I sit down. Okay, this is great. It sounds really good right now.
1: I'm I'm going into round four. I sit down. I'm playing this lovely guy called Ben. Nice. Really approachable chap. Cool. Lovely chap. Yeah. Um, How was his deck?
0: Was it really rude? Because exactly. he seems like a nice guy. Uh, uh, so I was, I was, I was,
1: bri- <laughs> I was. I can't lie, I was bricking it. Oh, okay, fair play. Like, you're three zero okay. right now. I was okay, like, yeah. okay, we're gonna get some. We're gonna get, some, you know, because the way this works is you start at the top of the pyramid and begin to work down, okay. rather than trying to fight your way up to the top of the pyramid. Okay, we coming in with buys. So mm. I sat down, and and I'm like, okay, here we go. Cars or something horrible. Mm-hmm. He flips blaster. Um, so you play blaster. I play blaster. <laughs> um <laughs> and i I know how dangerous it can be because i've seen some videos i've watched some stuff so i'm aware it's got some it's got some game
0: okay and no word of a lie (laughs) um did the videos prepare you for what you entailed yeah a little bit because the key thing is force fields so it wasn't Uh, just kind of like you saw it like we
1: had a really good uh, you know i was first of all i was like great he's playing something novel and interesting cool cool um Bit scared because there's Pierce Six cards out there, which is quite quite scary, and mm. and Pier Six in anybody's world's grim. Yeah, it is. Um, so I sat down. We have. Po- the best game of the tournament. It was backwards and forwards. That's cool. He takes game one. I take game two. Game three goes to the wire. But game three, I mean, like, we're backwards and forwards. There's force fields flying everywhere. <laughs> there's there's attacks being bounced everywhere. There's side decking happening. And I no word of a lie. <laughs> um, the last yeah. flip of the game. Okay. Anything but a blank. I take game three. Yeah. I 2-1 win... Glory four win, four wins in a row. Yep. And Rocking the Midlands crew. And uh it doesn't happen. Oh no. It you doesn't fall happen. Short. I fall short. Leave that's him it. on one. Yep. Takes me out. Oh. And um that's 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 it. Okay. I, and I was I was gutted, but um turns out that the guy i played in round round four is the guy that was going to win it all
0: okay so you're okay with this i'm uh, well uh, to be be honest um you know it's like going out to wimbledon to federer or something like that maybe maybe not (laughs) (laughs) maybe not that cool um but at the end of
1: the day i had a really good game cool it was really backwards and forwards i felt like i had a chance he felt like he had a chance and he 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 got the flips on the day it was cool cracking guy cracking deck Good sportsmanship all round, really made it f-
0: yeah. feel interesting, and, and it was a top, top-notch game. Cool, cool. Okay, so going into round four, I'm feeling a bit deflated that I had to play a friend and also that I lost in the way that I lost. So it was N- nail-biter, though. I'm not going to lie. It was a nail-biter, but also I was... F- I'm not going to lie. Fuming, ben, Ben, fuming. I was
1: fuming. To be fair, though, Ben was like, you know, as Cacking. Reds... He was. He, he was even, as red as a beetroot. He
0: was. He was quite red. He was stressed. You know? He he knew he shouldn't technically be losing nah, to you. No, he shouldn't. It was really bad. But anyway, so going into that, I was like, cool. i got to rebuild, rethink, rethink, go for it. I go against bugs, and the funniest thing is I lose to one 2 bugs. And the craziest thing was this was a bug build that I've not seen before. Because um, it wasn't orange. It was orange. But the problem was where every bug deck I've ever played has about dare I say it six blank cards three I've seen sixes but this one has three and I'm like yeah I still functions and i was like okay this is fine so round one he gets game one round two goes to me and then it's game and I'm basically cool so it basically comes down to card advantage getting all this I know how to play this you know how bugs works I know how bugs work and literally everything fell apart. It, I think Metroplex was emotionally scarred by losing to Aimless because nothing happened in that game. It, literally, I just stuck there and took a pounding. And I just was like, well, never mind. But the opponent was really sound, really, really nice bloke, really cool guy. Um, and we both laughed because we were talking about our decks previously Um in the lunch break. So then when we got to play each other, we kind of chuckled and goes like, ha, it's meant to be, I guess. So yeah, it was really good seeing, um, you know, an interesting take on bugs because there's a few things that are different to what other bugs players run in there. So I was like, that's pretty interesting. Um, But yeah, so so I'm currently two and two. I'm okay with that because bugs, it's you live and die by the fly and kick back in that basically just... Was a god. (laughs) He was, he was a demigod is the best way of describing it um and so yeah i'm two and two you're three and one and we're going into round five round five so i play what do you play i play matt armstrong who oh good old matt the
1: exact same deck <laughs> as nick who i play Previously. in round three, Oh, fair play who is also sitting right next door to me oh, at play. this point so we have a bit of banter and he's like oh we play in the same group together yeah uh yeah. we've tested this deck a lot uh, and cool. so This is where I begin to see the whole Mm. cliques of games and deck types working out. So Gen Prime, Hot Rod, Fire Drive, Peace Through Tyranny, Game Swings. Um, And again, another really close game. uh, The play, you know, Matt, absolutely cracking opponent. Um, I made some mistakes on some draws with Trusted Lieutenant Bumblebee. Uh, Got keen, flipped some cards, didn't draw some cards. Okay. not sure it would have made a difference in the long run but, okay. but again another nail biting close loss
0: but this is really cool because from it, it sounds like you've had like some really two one, really, two really, one really close games which yeah, is oh yeah. really really good to have
1: So, yeah, I mean, nobody wants to spend two hours or or five (laughs) hours of your wazzy traveling to a tournament, sit down, get out your deck, and then within 30 seconds get blown out. Yeah, that's true. That would be rubbish. It wouldn't promote the game. It wouldn't Mm. promote the hobby. It's true. It wouldn't promote the community, and we'd just be, you know, awful. Um, But, yeah, so nail-biting game. Cool. So now I am going in with uh, two losses, three wins.
0: Okay. So I am looking... Uh, excited because I'm like, cool. I lost to bugs, and the only thing that happened was kickback was an absolute champion. I'm not worried. What am I playing? Turbo cars, wheeljack. No, yes, it was. Um, no, it wasn't. I'm a liar. So it was really interesting, different build. It was cliff jumper, it was prowl, it was red alert, and something else. And I can't remember the other car, but I. RC? Oh, drag strip, drag strip. It's got to be somewhat low. So it's really interesting. Yeah, it's drag strip. So I'm looking across the board. I'm like, cool. His main cog here is obviously cliff jumper. That's okay. Drag strip's in there for car draw, obviously. That's interesting. And then I'm like, Prowl ugh, just makes cars amazing. And then I'm just looking at Red Alert and I'm like, he needed five points and he's a cheap car and he hits quite hard. Cool. So game one goes to me quite easily. I take out Prowl literally right off the bat. Like, Obviously, Metroplex had a lot of anger in that game and grenade launched <laughs> and just went, hey, how's it going? Bang. Um, and then I took his part uh, deck apart slowly but surely, got there. Game two, he didn't make any sideboards. I didn't make any sideboards, and he took game two. And that was because, um, funny enough, he went first. Um... So it kind of made me have to attack certain things I wanted to not attack and stuff like that. So that kind of was unfortunate. Game three, uh, I go first and then I decide to change up my tactics a little bit and I just try and put as much damage on Cliff Jumper as quickly as possible. Um, I leave him three quarters of life after the first swing because I didn't get an escape route, which was sad. After that, it was just basically taking cogs out of his deck slowly but surely. And then, yeah, Metroplex's ability in that game saved me God knows how many times he just Tapped kept getting. Down. Yeah, dude, he kept just getting freaking start the engines and turbo. He didn't get much turbo, but so just start your engines, dude. Start your engines is just stupidly good. And, yeah, when you see that played, you're just kind of emotionally scarred for life. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, please, as I keep saying, Drew did turn, did shut us down very quickly, but uh, we want to start your engines for Seeker Jets. We don't want just Decepticon, Decepticon jets. jets. Decepticon Jets. We don't want normal Jets because that will make Superior even more broken. So we just want his Decepticon Jets. Um, so, anyway, yeah, I win that game 2-1, but bloody hell, it came down to... He had a really wide board, and in one turn, I two killed two of his characters and then i was like holy shit that's really cool because i just basically was like my tap out ability is just piling on the pressure and it's just basically i spread out the damage enough my tap out ability will ko a few characters which will make him really really sad and yeah it just came down to like his last final swing left metroplex hardly on any well basically metroplex was hardly touched and my guys were champs and basically, yeah, I just, yeah, I won, and it was a very good game. The opponent was really, really sound, really, really good game, and yeah, I just kind of walked with a bit of swagger, just going like, "Cliff Jumper ain't shit," and I oh, knew he wasn't well. shit. exactly just because I don't know why everyone bums that card so much. Sure, it makes cards amazing, but I'm like, you know, he's not really that good. I don't really care about him, and it was really funny talking to him about it because I was just saying like, "Ah, oh, so you got Cliff Jumper, and you, I saw." Yeah, I did throw some salt at him and I can put my hand up and say that there was a few times where he pulled out all out attack as an orange pip. Oh man. And I basically was like, Oh, that's a really cool like fifty quid orange pip card, isn't it? Just like going like, Holy shit, that you've got some money in this deck. This is mad. And then um my opponent <laughs> quickly reiterated, was like, Yeah, Lee, but the funniest thing was i got a friend to go to me for San Francisco at that time and it cost me three pound fifty for this. And I was like, Man, that's awesome. Yeah, that's there were really, some really cool. Like that with that. Which was really, really awesome. So, yeah, uh, that is me for round five. So, I am currently three and two. Okay, so I'm two
1: and three. Yes. Two, two losses, three wins. So. Yes. Uh, game six starts off a bit weird for me because everyone's now checking numbers we've yes. just had our kind of Q&A with Drew we're yep. all kind of wondering where we're all going to be placing and I, I know that Where did you place? Uh, do you know? Uh, let's, let's, let's not get there yet. okay I mean, I'm excited my... have mean, you got like a, a clip of where the placings <laughs> are at the end of this? Yeah. yeah but
0: I'm excited where I placed towards the final rounds. oh so I was <laughs> I was <laughs>
1: placed 14
0: okay I was 19 point. my favourite number come to anything so,
1: I do so um, top eight qualify for the next three rounds straight up one on one Eliminations, yep. um, then we go to eventually all the way down to the top two and playing for all the beans. Yeah. Or in this case, foil cut sheets, crazy yeah. prize sports, flights to packs and the, op- the opportunity to play uh, and, and wreck Brian and Joe at their own game. <laughs> 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 no, ultimately, go to a cool event, meet some cool people, play some transforming robot cards. Yeah. So, it's I really. sit down, my opponent is a guy called Ben, he moderates the uh, TCG pages yes, in the does, UK, does. Yeah, he and he basically says to me, uh, look, you can't qualify, mathematically <laughs> speaking, you don't get to place top eight. If you play this game and you beat me, you definitely take me out, because he was placed higher than me, just but he was on the cusp yeah he was uh, on the cusp. so he said you know look do you not want to play this game uh and and i'll take the win uh and then yeah. that's that so that put me on tilt a little bit because i was like i felt bad for saying i want to play the game i've driven yeah. two and a half hours but i'm here to play a game
0: um but at the but, end... but the worst thing was it wasn't just we drove two and a half hours we left yours at six in the morning oh man we were. I I left my house at quarter past five to get to your house. Jeez.
1: Yeah. Let's not talk about that. No. I'm a. I'm not a. We were
0: pumped. I was ready to go. Like after round one, I was like, I'm ready to go. But 70, you were...
1: 70 miles an hour down the motorway <laughs> and uh, rocking out. But yeah, because the the so, so you
0: could see, yeah, the soundtrack was on full blast. But yeah, I could see why we put you on full tilt that an opponent would say not that.
1: full tilt. But I felt you tilted, gu- I either. felt guilty for playing a game knowing that there was some yeah. serious prizes on on up for grabs. Yeah, of course. But at the end of the day, also, if I lose this, I'm concerned that I don't make top 32. Yeah, that's true. That's where there is some other cool prize sport Yeah. Anyway, by the by, I sit down, I look at his team, Trigger Happy, Iron Storm, Flame War, Blue, Decepticons. I got this. This is is cool. What I then fail to realize is most of his guys uh, start with three armor, there's loads of bold. (laughs) So even though you break (laughs) through some of the, sorry, not bold, tough, sorry. Tough. Um, Because he never flipped for the bold. Mm. Um, <laughs> so break through all of that realise that it's still hard work and he, he too owes me Not, and it's not close I, uh, as much as it pains me to say it's not close no. um, but you wanted to play yeah no, but okay. he actually flipped to uh, 2 wide so he dropped he went to he kept Iron Storm in fact it might have been 4 wide anyway by the by he dropped um, Flame War and Trigger Happy and sided in opbl uh there was lots of blue there was lots of black a bit of black yeah um but he was clearly a clued up gentleman because he had also put in a select number of orange pips for tiebreakers because the tiebreaker is damage on the board and then orange pips in your deck so he was running more orange pips than the average blue deck should yeah um which was one of the reasons why (laughs) Uh, with all the untaps in hand and all the ability to keep attacking in the world, he then flips a sequence of orange, which upsets me and, <laughs> and kills me. And that's the difference between me being left on a couple of health yeah. and on minus one. Yeah. Uh, so he flips some orange unexpectedly in the blue deck, and uh, he 2 nils me. Mm-hmm. And um, that's all she wrote. Yeah. Three, 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 and three.
0: three and three and a little bit worried. Yeah. True. So going into the final round, uh, I was I was pumped. I got my mojo back. I felt really comfortable beating cars. Had a bit of a sour experience the two games before where I'm just like, man, I just couldn't do it. So going into this round, I was like, cool, let's see who we got. And uh, like we said at the beginning of this podcast, we had a, a, a team player meeting, wasn't it, really, where we all got placed and then said, this isn't who we're playing. I was paired with the gentleman that I was clearly opposite and was thought I was playing round one, thanks to that seat pairing, and we both <laughs> both of us just went. It just had to be. It had to be. So it was really funny. Like he played Frenchie's deck, which I felt really sorry for Not him. Tanks. Uh, no. So he basically took uh, Demolisher, RC, Lionizer, and da 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 something else. What is that card? I forget. But I know this deck because I know Frenchie. I know this deck. So I just was like, I'm playing mind games from the get-go as a douche and going, I know what this deck does because I know Frenchie, and I know the wreck and rule guys. You got confident. So I'm happy, and I'm like, this is great. Round one, absolute devastation. It was really bad. Against you, so you get wrecked. Oh, I wreck him in a really, really quick way. And he was like, Jesus. I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. So then he's debating on sideboarding, and he spends, uh, I would say, about five minutes debating on sideboarding. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, you can... A Cyborg take your time you're
1: alright with this though because you smashed him real quick yeah really quick otherwise we would be like quick. judge come yeah, on yeah, this yeah. is taking the minute but thing. no it's fine
0: it was a really good banter and then he basically swaps out uh, um, oh that was it shrapnel that was the other guy so he swapped out shrapnel and demolisher and replaced him with BPL so we're looking at now RC BPL and Lionizer. and I was like oh all the bold in the bastard world this is going to be really fun yeah, he killed me super quick. At one point, I'm pretty positive, BPL did like 22 points of damage to Metroplex. Oh. Killed him. And I was just like, that was a really quick game too. That's awesome. Did you even get, get all your three. guys out? Hells no, I only got Slammer out. That's how fucking quick it that, was, part so, of my French. So,
1: so that is quite scary. And the yeah. fact that you know it's a bad game when you <laughs> don't get your guys out. Yeah, I
0: didn't, I didn't even get it. I got Slammer out and that was it. Everyone else died under him because he was just like, BPL. And I was like... Oh yeah. So no, it happened. So then I was like, cool. I'm not gonna make any side decks. I'm not gonna side deck. I know exactly how we're gonna do this. Is great, grand, wonderbar, awesome. Uh, go first, I'm going to kick the crap out of RC because I don't care about BPL. I really, really care about RC due to the fact Pierce is a problem and she can get up to some stupid stat and just go, oh no, you can't block anything. You can take a little bit of damage off Prime, but you can't with RC. So I was like, cool, let's kill RC. We almost got there. And then basically we're going back and forth. It's really, really close. And then BPL comes in. Right, I play super defensive. I put a force field down and loads of other fun stuff, and I'm like, cool, I'm going to play defensive. I'm not going to go hammer smash his face because if he cannot kill me or does that stupid 20 points of damage, he's only doing four, and then next turn, because Prime was only on like two or three health, I will kill him. Straight up kill him. No problems. I'm okay. Flips all the bastard cards in the world. I'm like, okay, that's a problem because there's probably going to be something in there where he can play. He rereads BPL because I'm like, you might need to remember this trigger.
1: You and, reminded him.
0: Yeah, because I'm a gen. Oh, you're a, you're a gent. And so he looks, he finds a ramming speed. There goes my force field. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I'm like, cry me that's a river. R- that's rough. <laughs> Just starts. However, seeing.
1: however, so, good sporting, good sportsmanship. Was. So
0: I'm like, okay, cool. I need blue. <laughs> I need blue so bad. I get all the blue. I'm happy. We calculate damage. Prime leaves me on one health. One health. And we check it three times because we're not so sure. We check it three times, three times. And he's like, yeah, it's just one, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah, it's one. That's f- mad. And he's like, that's game, isn't it, Lee? And I'm like, pretty much. But I w- let's play it out. Let's just play it out. So then we untap. And then, uh, yeah, basically I draw a card. And I just make sure I smash him in the face because I play press and grenade launcher into Prime who only has like two health. And he's on two. And I'm like, GG. And he's running all aggro. And I was like, dude, that second game was insane. Because I've, I've played... Of BPL, no, I haven't played. I mean, I've heard of what he can do. Game two, dude, that card is bonkers good. Like, depending on whatever build you build, we'll just him. wait for. He's a f- just a wait for card. Conqueror of
1: Megatron, uh, Me- conquer of Cybertron, <laughs> Megatron's equivalent, which is OPBL twenty-one health, yeah, and still can play an action. Yeah. You know, he didn't need that ability that anyway. by the bye, By the guys. So, buys. so you, you're on four and two, four and two. So you're feeling good. I'm feeling
0: fan up. I'm on you?
1: three and three and feeling awful.
0: Yeah, you did feel a bit sad that you went um, three and three. And worried that I wasn't even going to top 32. Yeah, you really were. It was. So I
1: went from being on the cusp and could have been ninth. If I'd have won that game, we did the maths. Yeah, And we think that I'd probably place nine or ten. Yeah, nine or ten. Because the guy who I played in the last round finished in eighth. Yes. So, you know, with the pairings, we would have been real close. Oh, yeah,
0: uh, 100%. Real it close. would have been way, way closer than I thought it would be.
1: Um, so I think I place... You're going to put this on screen, aren't I am going to put you on place. There you are, sir. So I placed 24, 25? 25th. 25th. You finished 25th. And I lovingly after a hard slog and a two hour each way drive to London <laughs> claim that Soundwave versus Blaster yeah. set. Yeah. But yeah. uh had some really good games. Yeah. Two of them were real close. And
0: it's really good because every time you like talk about those games I can tell that you really fully enjoy them. Because there's some games where you play where it's like well, I lost not, yeah, by one I lost by one. That's really fucking annoying. But at the same time you were kind of like, dude, they were freaking cool games. They're super dope which is a cool like you know, you can always go in the opposite spirit about things, but I've never seemed to like always go like, oh, damn it, I, I can't I, leave I, I can't lie, I,
1: I like to win, I play to win, and I'm a tri- I am play a lot of try-hard decks, mm. as we've seen in our local play group, which yes. we're now moderating down a little we bit. We are moderating. Um, <laughs> however, at the end of the day, uh, everyone's there because we're competing for some awesome prizes. It's
0: true. Um, where do you place? I've placed 13th. I'm freaking buzzing. Wow. I'm buzzing. The just, world
1: has gone wrong.
0: No, it has. It's what, <laughs> what the bloody hell's going on. It's turned upside down and everything. Are we in the quantum zone? Are we in the twilight zone? What, what's happening? No, I was super pumped because going into it, I was 19th. I was like, cool. I just, if I get a draw, if I get a win, I am okay with this because that means I'm probably going to get a prize. That's cool. Um, I think when I lost in Insecticon, against Insecticons, I was like, cool. PAX is off the table. I think that's why I was a little bit, little bit down by losing the bugs. Mm. But then I was like, no, you know what? I'm here. I'm still playing transformers. I'm having a great weekend. I'm here with my boys. We're we're killing it. We're having a good time. I get to have that cool sound wave blaster set. Even though I want the other artwork, not that one. Same. Yeah, I'm like, cool. You know, I'll take that. That's really dope. And us Midland boys, we've we conquered pretty well. Like Kaz, Kaz came like 29th. You came 25th. I came 13th. Ben came. Ben came ninth, ninth he with general. C- so close. It's true. It is true. If you think about it, like it would have been interesting. Like, would I be in Ben's position if I beat Ben? You maybe. You, been. Never you, know. you never know. You never know. That's the craziest no, thing. You never no. know. You know. Well, I mean,
1: if I'd beat Ben, uh, yeah, who won it all? Yeah. Where would that
0: have been? Yeah. And that was all on one flip. Well, right, uh, Reese. Reese won, didn't he? Or was it Bradley? Uh, Reese Bradley. Top Reece, Brad yeah, Reese Reese topped it out but then Ben won it overall, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Reese Reese the the top eight had pretty consistent good decks. Yeah, yeah. So Two shot waves, Yeah. three shot waves. It's kind it's one blast definite one blast that was definite blaster in there um the worst thing was i didn't cars. like it was really funny when everyone was like oh what are the decks what are the decks i was the complete opposite i was like i'm going to go interview drew now <laughs> yeah, yeah was, of I'm, course. Done. Of course. I'm done i'm done i'm done i need content <laughs> <laughs> that's how it was yeah,
1: yeah um but he he was lovely you've got a really good interview yeah
0: i i i was talking to drew a little bit i think and and here's some uh, advice for people listening to this podcast or wanting to do youtube or whatever be patient and wait. Like I knew for a fact that Drew was on holiday. He told us flat out at the beginning of the day that he was on holiday. So I was like, cool, I am not going to bum rush him. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to let him do what he wants to do. And then I'll probably get a decent interview if I'm just respectful and I just, you know, he's here on his own time. And I did that. I waited patiently. Uh, We hung out. We had like a good 30, 35, 40 minute interview and then we got to play a game of Transformers and we talked and nerded out about toys. It was really, really cool. And I feel like you should do that when any like, games developer or celebrity or whatever, you, you just let them do themselves. You know, it is risk-reward. I probably couldn't have got to you know, interview Drew if I made it, but at the same time, it was kind of like, you know, I'm okay if I don't, if I do, if I don't, you know. But it was really, really cool and it was a great interview and he's a super sound guy and I, I love how his obscure love for grapple is really interesting hmm. to like my my obscure <laughs> love for a transformer that will be left remained because when he gets dropped well actually yeah it's trypticon obviously so <laughs> when he drops i think everyone already knows that i'm just going to be running him for ages but like with some of the stuff that's already been spoiled really uh on this set uh now with the whole spoiler before this uh little rant that we did at the Energon open I just just really wanted to play Trip to Con, but like Hot Rod's pulling me in there, Impactors pulling me in there. That's there's some, just, there's good some cards. really good cards there's in this set. Cards. I know Trixicon will be my main, probably trying to take to tournaments because I know for a fact I'm like you think you're going to buy a box. Yeah, well, you know I'm probably going to do what DME always do: get two boxes each and just try and live the dream. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> but so uh, that was the end open. Have you got any other thoughts? Well, so let's 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 cover prizes. Okay, uh, so Luke May.
1: Drew, Alexi from Dark sphere they had some cracking prizes out there. So obviously, place one is uh, a trip to pack some plugs, flight and accommodation paid for by uh, Wizards of the Coast. Yes. Um, then you've got uh, top eight get uncut foil sheets of uh, wave one. Yep. So there was like, oh, if I don't know if you can uh, a- edit in some photos of the top eight guys and their foil sheets, but yeah, yeah, there was like it, a, a sheet that was just all foiled Bumblebee and Nemesis Prime Wave and 1 Super Rare. I really, really want to be. Uh, you know, those sheets are like a grand. If yeah, you we were If you laughing. dare to get them cut, if you dare. <laughs> if you dare. Anyway, so that's, that's that. Uh, there were boosters every couple of rounds for all of the players. Yeah, we
0: basically got four boosters from rounds uh, two to four. Yep. It was really, really cool. Uh, oh, there no, sorry, were, three to
1: four. Three there ones. were Autobot Decepticon deck boxes yeah. and sleeves being sellotaped. Uh, to secret areas of the tournament play area. And if you were lucky enough to sit in the right area at the right time, you yeah. would be given some free stuff. So kind of like spot prizes, if you want Yeah, will. really
0: interesting spot prizes. Um,
1: and
0: then overall, like, obviously the top 32 got a really cool, like, blaster And, 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 the, and the creme
1: de la creme, for those of us that didn't make top eight, yeah. was everybody got a Soundwave versus Blaster 35th Anniversary Artwork Edition cracking bit of of kit.
0: It's awesome. I haven't even opened it. I dare not open it. No, not yet. Um, So I want to say... But then the other thing was, which was a really cool tweak, I thought, was the... Low, below players of 32 they actually got some free stuff as well didn't they they got like, yes. some toys and other stuff as well other... so they thought of some other things as well yeah. so. it was really cool it was really interesting
1: yeah so my feedback that I gave to the organizers were the prizes for this UK national uh, or sorry European national event were amazing thank you very much uh, please 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 keep up the amazing support that you're giving this game yeah
0: it was true it was really really true They're Not we don't need games.
1: eight people getting flights and prizes no um but maybe, uh, you know, there could be somewhere, something where rather than doing flights, you offer to do accommodation. It's true. Because um, flights are well expensive, but yeah. maybe that'll encourage some more people to travel. But I, either way, regardless, price support, Luke, Drew, Alexi, everyone that ran it and got involved with it, Wizards, amazing stuff. Please yeah. keep it up. Love
0: it. Yeah, doing really, really well, guys. Like, honestly, like, I know like six players off the top of my head in our meta at the moment who come to Boards and Swords who wish they could come. And, like, I know for a fact they'll probably go out of their way next year to go because obviously life and other commitments can happen. But, like, the funniest thing is we still this game is still young, like it's still growing. You know, it's going to just get from strength to strength. And this is like it's quite interesting how this was the first one. And I bet you'll be so different next year. For the next one, it'll be so different. And it'll be really interesting to see that change. I really think so. I, I hope they keep the
1: venue for Darksphere. I think it can accommodate double oh, the number of easy, players we had. It was Easy. And that was just, you know, not even going to make a dent in the boards and gaming yeah. table space they had. It's true. That's 100% true. Um, so, yeah.
0: But, yeah, it's good. So, right, we've got some uh, viewer questions. Uh, oh, goody. Yeah, I know. We, um, we, we put something out on Facebook. You know what was really amazing about this was so many people liked it, but not a lot of people left comments. I absolutely love that we're getting loads of likes again because my life has kind of turned from being upside down and crazy to actually stable again. So well, I'm it was start, like real life work. You know, yeah, yeah, real life work. So for me, I can now start doing Transformers content. I can start doing content again for my YouTube channel and podcasts and stuff. So. Yeah, you're going to be seeing us coming back quite strong and because obviously, you know, I think this wave drops on the 8th of November or whatever it is. Fourth? It's before Bonfire Night. Oh, it's before Bonfire Night. I think so. I might just have to have... uh, Because I know on the 9th is my birthday. Oh, you might be right then. I could be wrong. Something like that. It's it's early November and people were like, Lee, you know, that's probably near your birthday or on your birthday. And I was like, cool. If that's true, I'm going to get a trip to Con on my birthday. That's freaking dope. Uh, I can always remember... Like saving all my pocket monies and getting that. But anyway, moving on, let's get straight into questions. So, our first one is from our good friend Ben Cox. He says, How did you find the overall atmosphere of the event? Was anyone playing top tier meta smashy smash decks, or were some playing stuff because the characters were their boys?
1: Uh, I'll go first. Yeah, go for it, Mike. Go sure so uh, there was a lot of there were some clearly some net decked decks Mm. sorry let's put this properly there were some decks that were clearly doing the rounds in top tier Mm -hmm. so regularly played regularly tweaked there were some decks that were a bit unknown you know uh, Nick and and Matt and those guys with the gen prime hot rod and fire drive hadn't really expected that and that wrecked you when you sat down and then there (laughs) was clearly people that were playing try hard decks that Mm. were just designed to smash you in the face. So, mm. mixed bag in my opinion. Mixed bag.
0: Yeah, it was really cool. I, I completely agree with that. There was a few decks obviously my last opponent is running Frenchie's deck from Wreck and Roll. So there's obviously there's a few people out there. There's also a few people I talked to who were saying, yeah, I wanted to take this because he was my boy. Like, I did talk to the Devastator boys and they were like, yeah he's my favourite one. So I took him. I'm like That's awesome. That is freaking dope because every time I look at him I'm like, you're in the lab and you're in the lab for a reason because you're going to get amazing at some point um but yeah it was really cool um yeah so again like mixed bag i would definitely say so um james o'donovan uh, has a question james, he said, james donovan not james, O'Donovan. oh sorry james donovan sorry i'm really bad with names i apologize so what did you do to keep your energy levels up throughout the day so like we said we i left the house at quarter past five in the morning got to yours at six we were in the car we were going to london
1: uh, I'm Energy's not a morning alive. person. Oh no, we were zombies. Uh, so, no, we weren't <laughs> zombies. We were, we were, but we took it slow and steady. We left, with plenty of time. Uh, we got there, and I was actually not dead on my feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get to play the first two rounds because I had buys. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was about having chosen a deck and being comfortable with it, and not panicking on the day, and going, "Oh my god, how do I how do I play this? What do I do?" Uh, doing your groundwork beforehand having taken off a couple of nights before the tournament and not playtesting to the point where you're wrecking yourself mentally. Yeah. And then, obviously, just made... Well, shout out to the guys that organized it as well because they actually... Never really put rounds on back-to-back. There was always a bit of a lull. And then there was a lunch break, which was amazing. Always keep the lunch break. Because that allowed people time to go out, get drinks, get refreshed, fresh air, take a phone call, just chill, uh, and then ready in for the next half. So, uh, to be honest, there wasn't anything we went out of our way to did. Mm. I just made sure that I'd chosen not to play a deck that was going to put me close to time continually.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Me... I completely agree with everything Mike says. Um, I'll also say my official, unofficial sponsor of Monster Energy, uh, the Red Cans, if you haven't tried one, guys, it is like liquid Haribo. I kid you not, if you drink it, you will realize it is liquid Haribo. But I only had uh, uh, two of those, so that was all right. But mainly I kept my water levels up. That was my one thing, because obviously with only a half-hour lunch break and my game's going quite close in, in a few of them, I never really, I went straight from game to game almost. So I was like, I need to just get some water, just keep my levels up, it's fine. And just, yeah, it was really good. I thought it was ran perfectly. Like, I'm always skeptical because I always help out at Blood and Oil, which is a convention for, like, War Machine and Hordes. Um, when it comes to, like, keeping rounds going and then lunch breaks and stuff like that, I know I've been the other side of, like, working tournaments and stuff, and I know it can be quite stressful, but it didn't seem that the guys were really pulling their hair out a little bit. So it was good to see or if they did, they didn't show it, which was really good, because sometimes you do see that. No, there sometimes. was
1: no real seating errors or issues. There no. was no dramas with the tournaments. No. It, all of the announcements were really clear. And at the request of certain uh, customers, there was announcements about the rules around in IDing or intentional drawing um, around uh, obviously maybe conceding games uh, and all that sort of stuff. So they, whenever they heard about something or they got on something, they made it quite clear. Again, Luke May... Top quality guy, never yep. met before. Yeah. Really
0: well-organized
1: event, good stuff.
0: Yeah, man. Okay, and then our, our last um, thing is, James again says, um, what opponent gave Metroplex the hardest challenge? Uh, and I'm going to just give it to both players that I lost to. The Bugs deck um, was incredibly different, which was really, really cool to see. So it's given me an idea for running to run Bugs, but I do find Bugs quite boring. So that's why I've stayed away from hey. it personally. That's my personal opinion. I apologize. All right. You know, I am wrong on some things. I'll allow it. Yeah, I know, because I always say, like, Mark's Ship's the best card in the game, and that Sh- always... Shush. Exactly, that triggers you every time. You're just like, Lee, you're a fool. <laughs> Quiet, you're fool. Uh, but yeah, and also Ben's uh, Megatron, like, I can't get over that hump. Hopefully I can just do Rocky Four and just smash him at one point, but uh, no. Uh, best soundtrack so. ever. It is, man. John
1: Cafferty, Hearts on Fire. I exactly. love, love that film.
0: I'm just telling you, it's kind of a tie-in that his soundtrack works
1: uh, with, like, uh, you know, Transformers. Where well, he did, uh, you know, uh, well, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not get on that. My, my love of the 80s <laughs> cheese music. Exactly. Um, however, I can't lie, uh, half of my sideboard was t- designed to deal with heavy upgrade oriented decks, which yeah. again okay. lends, lends yeah. itself back to the whole Decepticons Astro Train yeah, man. running yeah. heavy upgrades. It's
0: quite interesting. It's going to be really interesting this next wave. I really, really am excited. And uh, yeah. Uh, excited for tournaments going forward so with that being said guys thank you for downloading or watching this on the YouTubes or downloading this on Podbean uh, this has been One Shall Stand One Shall Fall episode 3 yeah episode 3 wow we're only in some, some
1: episode somewhere along the
0: line oh no it's episode 3 yeah it's definitely episode 3 because we've only had Jamie and Brian for Wreck and Roll <gasps> Mike, and it seems that, like, uh, going forward with my life kind of coming back around, you might see One Shell Stand, One Shell Fall a lot more prevalent, not just talking about um, spoils that are coming out, which other people are going to have the joy to uh, tell the world about, but we're going to, like, probably try and, like, bring some deck ideas to, to a podcast near you and some other fun stuff, and obviously we've got battle reports lined up. Um, yeah, also we've got um, games that are always happening at Boards and Swords. Just um, I'm always posting in our Facebook group at the uh, Transformers, uh, TCG, obviously, UK and Ireland, and on the, the Transformers one that Joe's set up on. I'm always posting events. Uh, we've got one actually in a couple of days because when we're recording this uh, on the 19th of September... We've got one this Sunday, so um, yeah, we'll probably tell you how that goes, because we've been going, our numbers have been going quite well, and I'm really excited for some people who are turning up, because they've they've told me, like, privately, um, they've been a bit sceptical about coming, because obviously it's like, you know, an adults kind of game, even though it's, you know, it's aimed at children and stuff like that, which Drew answered perfectly in our Q&A that we did. But yeah, um, I'm excited to have some new faces pop up on Sunday. And uh, it's our meta is definitely organically growing, which we wanted to do. So if you're in uh, the Midlands area, come uh, battle us. It'll be pretty bitchy. Yeah. It, uh, so
1: can, can I to add something in here? So yeah, go for it. I would say there are a good six of us that play in Leicester. Yeah. Um, not very regularly most of the time we end up commuting over to Derby uh, where there's a cracking venue um, because there's also other local communities so what we're trying to do is we're trying to build a nice community in the Midlands but if you are in Leicestershire um, and you are not able to get to Derby, uh, message Lee on the community page and let us know because maybe we can look at doing something whereby it's not just in Derby all the time. Maybe we'll do yeah. a one-off every now and then somewhere. Or maybe, probably what more likely is to happen is someone locally actually lives near you and can drive and can facilitate getting you to and from.
0: Yeah, and um, also just um, if you're, you're like closer, like even meeting up at neutral stores and stuff, because I know Lepra like mm-hmm, are doing stuff, I know we're doing stuff. Um, it's just really cool like there's loads of stores literally in the Midlands it's just I always promote Boards and Swords personally because they're the ones that championed our idea
1: and they help you get it off the ground and they're yeah. nothing but supportive yeah
0: and that's what I wanted so it's always going, giving big shout outs to Ian and Rob so without further ado take care have a good one and we'll see you on the not too distant future because yeah we're back baby One Shell Stand One Shell fall. is here to stay and we'll no. see you in episode
1: 4 bye guys thanks for listening One shall stand, one shall fall.